I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm your host, Alyssa. Welcome to Two English Majors. One Analysis. A show where we compare books to movies. And analyze movies to books. Welcome back, everybody, to Two English Majors. One analysis. We are so excited to be here today. Um, We know this episode is getting released a little late due to some production issues, but we are excited, nonetheless, for Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Holidays were wild. Hope everybody had a nice uh, holiday, Christmas, uh, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate around the side. Exactly. So... Whatever you celebrate, just know we support you celebrating what you want to celebrate around the holidays. Oh, um, yeah. So, we are here. We're going to talk about the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. Uh, last time when we did the Fellowship of the Ring, we kind of did like an overall arching book synopsis of yeah uh, all three of the trilogy. So, today I'm just going to do the IMDB for the Two Towers. While Frodo and Sam edge closer to Mordor with the help of Shifty Gollum, the divided fellowship makes a stand against Sauron's new ally, Saruman, and his hordes of Isengard. Yes, so one thing we did not talk about at the end of our last podcast is the fact that at the end of the Fellowship of the Ring, the Fellowship Mm -hmm. of the Ring, the Fellowship actually disbands and they all go on their separate ways. So in this book, we are looking at it from three different points of view as the fellowship split up into three different groups yeah and that's like that's one thing that's like a major difference between the book and the movie but it's a good call is that in the book you kind of read a few chapters of each group's journey even though they're all having happening simultaneously um you don't actually know what's going on with the other group till you get to the chapter about the other group whereas in the movie they flash back and forth between all the three yes. groups. So, like, the first part is with Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas. Then it goes to... Uh, Mary and Pippin. Mary and Pippin, and then Sam and Frodo. Yeah. At the very end. Which, that's kind of, like, how it has to be in a movie versus a book. Because in a book, if you were trying to go through, like, each, you know, there would be really short chapters. It'd get confusing because you'd be like... Okay, what's going on to where? Mm -hmm. Whereas in the movie where you're visually seeing it, going between them and seeing the obvious, like, transitions between what's happening with the groups makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, it... You can see where, like, as a movie, it also, like, keeps you more activated, like, interested where they have to pace it in a certain way. So it kind of gives you to the high spots and then they kind of bring you back down to, like, a low, like, Gives the audience some time to relax and breathe and then brings them back up again, like, with the tension and stuff. So it's also another way for, like, the movie to, like, control, like, the tension and the feelings and the emotions that are going on throughout the, throughout the movie. Yeah. And I will say, um, me and my partner actually watched the extended edition of The Two Towers. And in the book, I think I'm farther than what, where the movie ended. Because the movie ends with the Ents destroying Isengard, but in the book, I'm already knowing about Mary Pippin and Gimli and Legolas and all of them reconnecting, and Gandalf mm-hmm. having already talked to Treebeard. So it's like, 
you know, in the book, you you move past where they are at the yeah. end of the movie. So that's why I was confused downstairs when I gave that little <laughs> that yeah. little spoiler because in the book it ends differently than the movie does, whereas yeah. it cuts off a little bit earlier. So that that part's at the very beginning of uh, Return of the King. Then I had I was like, oh yeah, that's that's when that is. I felt bad. <laughs> yes, because my partner has never seen any of the Lord of the Rings, and so he has watched the first two in the extended edition with me for the podcast. But we haven't started Return of the King because I haven't finished reading Return of the King. But yeah, the the book ends like way farther into the story than where the movie ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little bit different. But other than that, it follows everything pretty, pretty much. Closely. Yeah. Minus Arwen. Arwen does not exist in the trilogies at all. That was just a another thing added, so. <laughs> uh, I think it's so funny, though. <laughs> Anything to do with that does not exist in, in these books, but, yeah. Um, there's a lot of memes about Aragorn from this particular movie where it's talking about Aowen and it's like it's like eat Aowen's hot stew or draw 25 cards and it's like him holding 25 uno cards because he doesn't like her stew yeah oh yeah that wasn't where he's like he and he spits it out real quick yeah yeah he like starts to dump it out but it's hot and so she like turns around to see something he like picks up and it's like spills onto his hands and stuff yeah, that was that was funny. No, there's a lot of memes with Eric because this is the this is also the movie where it's like Helm's Deep, where you have the sexy like yeah. arms opening up those two dorms, and he's like the yeah. rain's like dripping down on his hair and stuff. Like that's yeah. When we got to that point in the movie, I even told Noah I was like, that's a lot. I was like, that's a point that a lot of uh, girls make thirst traps over. Aragorn yeah. is when he bur- he's like I get it. <laughs> It's like, I can see it, yeah. He's like, I suppose. But also, you know, it's part of the story in the movie where he tells her how he's, like, in his 80s. Yeah. And he's like, I was like, well, maybe. One of my like, I fought with your grandpa, and she's like, what do you mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, because, yeah, it's like, Eowyn comes up to him and is like, my uncle says, who's the king, you know, that... He saw you, and he's like, oh, your uncle has a good memory, because I was there, and but he was just a boy, and she's like, but then you must be, like, 18, he's like, 83, or something. Yeah, he's a part of the Dunedain, so they age differently. They age slower than the humans. So he's an, he's really an old man. The only acceptable sugar daddy. Yeah, (laughs) but even in the movies, Arwen is even older, like, yeah a thousand years old compared to him so that's like a wild like she saw him like theoretically like if you're going off of this she saw him grow up with Elrond and then as no like do you think like is that not weird is that not weird grooming (laughs) (laughs) like when when you think about it in those contexts like yeah that's that's what yeah because he grew up in Riverdale in Rivendell yeah. yeah And so, so yeah, Arwen, Arwen groomed poor little baby Aragorn. Yeah, and it's weird. All the flashbacks with her, because then it, like, it it flashes back to her so often that it's, like, it's, like, almost ruining the love story between um, Eowyn and Aragorn because it keeps, like, flashing back. Yeah. And you're, like, 
stop. <laughs> I know. Well, I saw, there's a lot of different points with that, too, where it's like, I didn't get get it, like, in the movie, where it's like, he falls off his horse, and there she is, like... In a dream. In a dream, and kisses him, and comes back, and it's like, I get it that elves have this, like, mystical, weird, like, power, and that she's kind of technically there with him in the Evan star, but mm. it's like... Even then, it was still a little bit confuzzling to... Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And it's just like, I don't know. It. She's pretty. I mean, she's uh, Aerosmith's lead singer's daughter, so... I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. That's really, yeah, she's really pretty. Yeah, very pretty. So, I think me and Alyssa kind of agreed. One of our favorite characters from... The two towers is Treebeard. Treebeard. The Ent. The man. What a boy. Oh, yeah. Freaking legend that he is. So he helps Merry and Pippin kind of take down Isengard with a lot of other Ents. Ents. I was going to say trees, but yeah, no, that's not politically correct. I'm sorry. But, um. <laughs> E-N-T. Ent. <laughs> Ent. But. So he was going to go, uh my mind today well it's because um the reason the ants want to go originally they weren't going to get into the war but then it's like they see all the destruction they caused to the forest yeah. and he makes the line um sauron should have known better. better because he's a wizard and wizards are supposed to be more like well, he's gracious not... to the earth well, and wizards are like on the same par as so you know like in the first movie where gandalf fights the balrog yeah they're on like the same hierarchical level mm. in terms of like power and yeah. beings like they're the part of the Maiar. so they are almost like heavenly spirits going yeah. gone uh sent to middle earth to like help and guide and sauron is the white wizard so he is like in charge he is head honcho he's supposed to be the best of the best the purest of the souls and so this is like the betrayal of all betrayals which brings us to also gandalf you know dies at the end of the first one well dies quote you know quote unquote um but he comes back and when he gets seen by the rest of the fellowship they ask him, and he said, because they, they thought he was Sauron when they first saw him, and he's like, no, I am what Sauron should have been. Saying that, like, Sauron should have been as pure as him, because mm -hmm. he comes back as Gandalf the White. He's no longer Gandalf the Grey. Do you like Gandalf the White or Gandalf the Grey better? After reading now, like, halfway through the first trilogy, and then reading The Hobbit. Um, I don't, so, Gandalf, Gandalf the White is, like super baddie mystical like but i just like the humor with gandalf the gray he i feel like i feel like i mean he's witty obviously both but i feel like he's so much more wittier when he is gandalf the gray i know like I... and he's like more fun and like they even make the joke in um the first one when which okay one thing i don't remember from these movies at all which I should have brought it up in the first one, too. But I don't remember how much weed they smoked. <laughs> the pipe weed. Uh, There's so yeah. much weed. Especially in the extended cuts of the movies. 
Oh, the tobacco is like yeah. a little old Toby, like, yeah. you know, we'll cheer you up. Yeah, tobacco. Like, they can't straight up in the movie say tobacco, so they call it Toby. Yeah, well, and and they say, um, they say, like, pipeweed a lot. Mm-hmm. Tobacco. And, yeah, so it's just so funny to me, because they're just, like, always, and, um, Sauron to Gandalf in the first one is, like, which I didn't know this, because I, I was, like, in the extended cut, but it was, like, he's, like, he's, like, you've been smoking too much of the Hobbit's leafs. And it's like, oh my gosh. Well, that's like in the Hobbit movie. Like, he's like, he's the, uh, Saruman is talking about Radagast the Brown. It's like, it's his overconsumption of mushrooms. Yeah. They, they addled his brain. And it's just like, that's funny to think, like, the wizards are, like, <laughs> druggies or something. Like, that's how they come up with their spells. That's oh, how artists work. Exactly. I'm just yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> So that's that cracks me up. But yeah, there's there's a lot of it. Even at the end of the Hobbit, where he's just like literally sitting there, like at the sad scene, and he's just sitting there, like trying to. Well, in the book, when which it's not in the movie because it's like past the point where the movie ends. It's like uh, when Gimli and all them meet back up with the Hobbits, Merry and Pippin, at Isengard. They're like, we found two barrels of pipe weed, and they're like, he's like. He's like, I'll forgive you if you let me have some. Like, he says that, like, in the book. He's like, ah! Because he's, like, because Gimli, Gimli is, like, he's so, I feel like in the Hobbits, like, books, or book, movies, book, movies, but book, um, <laughs> sorry, but in the Hobbit movies versus the book, the dwarves are, like, a little more serious. I mean, they have, like, their softer moments and stuff, and they play and joke, but Gimli cares so much about everyone in the fellowship even Legolas and Legolas and Gimli's banter in the movies and books has me like their contest for who kills more people when they go to battle is it's literally it's the so best funny. it cracks me up every time or something like I think there's a bit actually in the movies where because you know uh since they're riding horses and Gimli is so small, he has to ride on the back of, of Legolas's horse. Well, so what had happened is when they were shooting this, they actually had a stunt double in for Gimli because the real actor obviously isn't, isn't that small as they needed him to be. So they had somebody fill in for him. Well, uh, not only did uh, Legolas, like the actor, which is Orlando Bloom fall off his horse, but then the stunt actor did too, right on top of him. <gasps> Broke his ribs. Oh, no. Yeah. In the middle of that, yeah. Poor Orlando. And then uh, Aragorn, as everybody knows, <laughs> broke his toe and kicking the orc's head, so. I saw a TikTok about that. It was a comedian, and she was talking. She's like, she's like, all right, is there any men in here who has seen Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah, I sent you oh, that. Okay. Yeah, 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 I sent you that. I thought that was so funny. And she, even she made the joke, like, Aragorn, he just has this. Like, he just has the, like, opening door moment. And I was like, nah, Aragorn has. Um, I don't know how true this is, because I didn't research it. But from the actual first movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, when the orc goes to throw the thing at his head it actually he they were supposed to have a no it hits a, him no it yeah, yeah. no no he actually had a bat that yes. away that was legit yeah. yes because it was supposed to be a stunt prop but they forgot to switch it out with the real one yeah so that's and so he actually saves his own life Vigo morton's it like literally Vigo morton's like no <laughs> like getting that thing away where he bats it away with his sword yeah, yeah that that's true that actually happened too 
That's crazy. So many mishaps. Poor, poor Aragorn. Getting injured. I think there was one time where they were in the first uh, movie... Uh, where they were running on the the hobbits were running on like the the bridge for mm-hmm. like a uh, Fango ferry or the mm-hmm. the ferry I forget the full name, but as they were running, one of them gets like a splinter that went through the prosthetic into his foot, and so it's like this whole bit where all the other actors are like he was whining and crying and he the actor was like oh I'm gonna die I'm gonna die it's gonna when you pull it out it's gonna be like. Uh-huh. It's, it's like yay big or something like that. It was a tiny, and then when they pull it out, it's like the tiniest splinter they they have all of men. <laughs> pretty much they've kidding. ever seen. So it was, it's like that's a, like everybody's just getting injured Inj- for the craft. One hundred percent, yeah. For the craft, but um, yeah, that was actually Noah's favorite part of the two towers was when the ends just go mess up Isengard. Oh, because it's an amazing scene. You see, like, trees just absolute kick butt mm-hmm. on everything. It's, it's a, like, a really harrowing moment. Well, and I can't wait to watch Return of the King because I know some of what's in the book is going to have to, like, fade into it to make sense. Like, mm-hmm. when Gimli and Legolas and all them meet back up. It happens. <laughs> with the hobbits, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, it's going to be so important because uh, in the book... You don't really read about the Ents attacking Asgard until Merry and Pippin are telling them how they did it. Yeah. It's like, you don't really read about it happening until they're being like, oh, yeah, well, Treebeard and the Ents were, you know, screaming, um, Castle of the Rocks or something. Mm-hmm. So, which, amazing scene when the Ents go to attack Isengard and you see the Ent pick up a rock and just, <sighs> just throw it. Fuck it. Or, like, when the river comes down, yeah. like, and you see them all, like, standing roots. their ground, and they put the roots into the ground so yeah. they can stay and, like, withstand it, but obviously, like, the orcs, the orcs can't. They cannot do that. Well, and one thing that Merry and Pippin say in the book is, like, when they're telling the story, they're like, they tried arrows and swords, but they couldn't hurt the ants, and if you think about it, if you're fighting a tree, what is an arrow really gonna do? Yeah, I think one tree in the movie did die by fire, yeah. but... Like I said, once they flooded the river, that didn't even... He stuck his head in. We let, like, in the yeah. extended you see him dunk his, like, head into in, the river. Into the river, and he's like, I'm fine now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of neat to think about even how uh, Tolkien wrote them as to not really want to even be a part of it. Because let's think about it. Like, Ents would be some OP, like... Mm-hmm. OP, like, people to have on, on your side, but obviously when they find out that they destroyed their brother and, like, yeah, yeah, that would make one. Yeah, because, and Treebeard makes the comment that it's some of his best friends that were, like, trees he knew. Yeah, since they were a little seedly. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, and I love when he goes, talk, he's like, he's like, walnut, chestnut, and he's, like, just naming different types of tree. Ash. Ash. Thing. I will say, um, one thing I was sad about in the movie is that alfalfa. <laughs> so in in the book, um, Merry and Pippin actually don't go with Treebeard to the battle right away. They go with his friend. Yeah. It's like he gets dropped off and he's like a less hasty and even though he's still slow because the ants are they're slow. Mm-hmm. Which I have to say would be a terrifying experience if you were just working with the bad guys and all of a sudden you look into the distance and there's all trees. these trees moving at you because they don't they have Dude. a good like range but they don't move fast listen 
I if I saw a bunch of trees running towards me, I'd I'd book it. I'd be like, no, <laughs> uh, bye bye. Do you know how terrifying? I know there's like a lot of horror movies like about that, but seriously, mm-hmm. like just just focus on the trees and make that a horror movie, and it would be successful. Well, and one thing I like is um these came out in the early two thousands, but the animation is great on the trees. Mm-hmm. Like, they they picked the primo graphic designers, animators. Whatever, whoever did it. <laughs> they always do. I mean... Like, there's some movies where the animation, even though it's an older... Like, I think Jurassic Park is in those lines, really too. Really good, yeah. Yeah, Jurassic Park dinosaurs still look really good from the older movies. Well, that's because they do a mix of, like, animatronics at yeah. that time and, like, the special effects. Yeah. So, like, it, those raptors, a lot of the times, those were man, men and puppets. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Get me in a puppet tree beard costume. Shoot, I'll start walking around. But yeah, like like even in this movie, it's a lot of men in mm-hmm. in like makeup. orc cost yeah makeup and orc costumes. Not a lot of it is CGI. Yeah, so it's I don't know. I just feel like it holds up so well. It does. It really does. There's just, yeah. There's a couple movies that you you see that come out today, and you're like, why? Mm-hmm. Or the the just the special effects aren't aren't there when you, and then you look back at movies like this and it's like you know the technology is there to make something absolutely incredible but it's just more money than probably hiring animators and CGI people to than to actually get the like animatronics yeah. and the makeup and everything. Mm-hmm. I actually met some uh, CGI animators. My he actually played an orc in The Hobbit too. Yeah, oh, in middle school. Yeah, that's cool. I think it was like Adam and Jared Sitwell. They were tall. They were like seven foot tall. Like they were tall people. <laughs> I'll I'll show you a picture. Like he's on his knees, and then we are barely like above him by like that much. And this is just him like on his knees. Hmm. The best. Yeah, he's like tall. Oh, that's crazy. It was. Um. Yeah, and then, so, moving on to the, I want to put main character in, like, quotations. Like, Frodo is, like, the main, but, I feel like, I know Frodo is supposed to be, like, the main character, but I feel like he doesn't always elude main character energy. He's kind of whiny. Yeah. He has to get saved a lot. Sam. Sam, I'm telling you, Sam is, Sam is main character. Sam is the best. We Mm -hmm. love Sam. Yes, and I think uh, one thing about the books and movies is, at first in The Fellowship, um, Frodo makes the comment to Gandalf, like, oh, he should have killed Gollum when he has a chance, but now Gollum's, like, his little buddy, like, which Gollum's kind of mad at him for betraying him in this book movie. Yeah, it was, that was a sad bit, because that was nothing that Frodo could really help, though. But you do, one of, I mean, I loved do, reading it in the book and then also seeing it in the movie is when Gollum is fighting with Smeagol, who is him. Mm-hmm. Smeagol, and, like, it's, like, his split personalities because Gollum is who kept Smeagol safe for yeah. so many years. Even though it's, like, himself, that split personality, Gollum's who kept him safe, and Smeagol's like, I don't want you, I don't need you anymore, like, and he's, like, and, you know, he went away, and then you see Smeagol be happy and, like, more fun, and he wants to help the hobbits, but then he, Frodo betrays him, which he doesn't really betray him, it's the humans from Gondor want... Faramir, yeah. yeah. 
who is Boromir's brother. brother. So. Yeah, and it's it's a sad moment. But then you you see Sam. Sam never, Sam never liked Gollum to begin with. But this is where we also in the movie get that amazing line: "Potatoes, <laughs> crack, mash them, crack them, put them in a stew or something yeah. like that." And and the, and I love that it's like the same wording in the book and the movie when um, uh, Sam's like he's like even you couldn't say no to that, and he said, "Oh yes, we could." <laughs> I like them wet and wriggling or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's they did such a good job with like taking the dialogue from the book and incorporating it into the movie, especially with Smeagol. I would say some of Smeagol's lines are like, I mean, it's like literally like he's reading from the book. Andy Serkis is an amazing actor. Yeah. So that's definitely one thing that I've really enjoyed because I feel like we've done, you know, quite a bit of books that are like so wildly different from them. Yeah. This one, there's not much because it's, it's... It's just that it, they can't fit everything into what they were doing. Yeah, no. It's like, it's... I'm, it's like parts are missing, but it's just because they couldn't fit everything into. Mm-hmm. And all the important bits are are in there, yeah. though. Yeah, especially if you watch the extended editions, which I know they're long, but they're only like an extra hour, and that's just like Marvel movies now, so. Pretty much. I mean, the extended editions, I always feel like, are fun. Like I said, in The Hobbit, the last extended edition, it's rated R. Well, and you don't have to watch it in one sitting if you don't want to watch a four-hour movie break it up like you would a tv show like yeah that's what that's what noah and i did for the two towers we watched half of it last weekend and half of it this This weekend weekend. or well yesterday but yeah one of these days i think i'm gonna have like a whole movie marathon and try to watch all of them all of them in like one day but i'd probably have to get up at like 5 (laughs) a.m to start to start it like (laughs) to be able to do it Get some monsters, Red Bulls, Alani News. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Just get it all like just start chugging coffee and stuff. <laughs> just that'd be fun. It would be a lot of fun, you know. Have like second breakfast. Or, or you could break it up into like a weekend sleepover and like Ooh. start on like midday on a Saturday and like spend the night, like stay up late watching them, and then like the next morning wake up and do breakfast and do it. That'd be fun. I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> Maybe that could be whenever you get married, you could do that for your bachelorette party. There we go. Yeah, yeah we'll that, like, that's what we'll just all like be when, forced when, to watch. When, when you get married, I'll throw you a bachelorette party with Lord of the Rings theme. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Oh my god, <laughs> I would absolutely die of happiness of like just sheer pure happiness. Like I've already said, like if whoever like marries me, like my engagement ring could seriously just be a like a gold band mm-hmm. like that if it looks like the one ring i'd be a happy camper like for real i'd be i'd be happy with that it's legit because i would just say it's like oh yeah it's like the one ring you know so yeah. just a simple gold band nothing fancy nothing fancy yeah no so my stepdad not to go off topic here stepdad ruining vibes because i'm not expecting anything mm-hmm. big his engagement ring to my mother was almost three thousand dollars that's actually not expensive in engagement ring prices. That's like on, that's um, close to average. Really, I was expecting something like not that. I was not like, but hers had like sapphires in it and diamonds, and I was like, I was expecting something. You don't, yeah. Who's ever you do not have to spend three thousand dollars on well, a ring that's, for that's, me. Well, um, yeah. that's I've, I've had um, people question me about my ring because my ring doesn't have diamonds. It has yeah. moissanites. 
and it has a morganite, and mm-hmm. it, it is it is white gold because I thought it was something because I I don't want it to like make my finger turn or like rub or stuff. Yeah. So that was one something I asked for is I said okay I want a white gold band, but like as far as the rocks in the band, like I don't care. Mm-hmm. But my ring with my band was just under a thousand. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like... And, and obviously you can't see my band because I'm not married yet, so I don't wear my band until <laughs> you but... get married. But yeah. No, but I was like I wasn't expecting anything. Yeah, and so mine, mine was, like, a way cheaper ring, which is no docking on my fiancé, because that's what I wanted, because when we got mm-hmm. engaged, we were both in college and working, and, like, we didn't, I, the ring isn't the most important part of getting married. No. But the ring in the Lord of the Rings is very important, so. <laughs> very important. I know, we just went off on a whole tangent there. The one but... ring is very well, important. Well, I guess it's theoretically relevant when you when yeah. we're talking about rings. I mean, so. my ring is my precious. I love my exactly. ring. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> it's just a different type of precious. It isn't, well, I don't know. Brides do kind of go on a power trip, so <laughs> maybe they are really. Oh my god, yeah. Bridezillas, <laughs> we should start calling them like like bride golems or something. <laughs> bride golems. Yeah, no. Which luckily, my family has told me, they're like, you're pretty chill, honestly, about it all. But it's just because I'm like, I just want to get married and be over with. I hate wedding planning. Dude, I, that, I do not envy you. That does not sound... <laughs> I, I am excited for my bachelorette. Your bachelorette can be Lord of the Rings themed. Uh, we're doing mine disco themed. It's <gasps> Ashley's yes! last disco. Yes! I love that. That's going to be fun. It's going to yeah. be so much fun. But yeah. Back onto the books and movies. I think the ring has a lot more power in the movies than it does. That's that's what I was trying to tell you, where it's like a lot of that kind of stuff doesn't doesn't really happen in the book. <laughs> Noah every when we were watching them, he was like he's like Frodo looks sick. Like because in the yeah, movie that the doesn't ring happen. Makes him look like like he's like gonna die. He's like <sighs> Yeah, it's like no, that doesn't that doesn't happen in the in the books. So doesn't drain the energy of the one who wears it. It just yeah, but it, like, it drains him, like, he, and especially when the rates get close and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so what was your thoughts on Shelob? Mm, I don't know. I don't really have, like, a lot of Any thoughts on, on the spider, big giant spider. Well, but it's not in the movie. She's not in the movie? She's not in the Two Towers movie. It's been a while since I should have re- I read the book, but I should have rewatched the movie. Because no. I was like, oh. She's not in the movie. And she's going to be in the- She's going to be in the third one then. I know. Oh, and the spiders are so spooky. But yeah, she's not. Because I, I read it, and I was like- And so when I, I was like waiting, and then- But she's not in the movie. Be prepared, man. That's 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 why I'm wondering how much is gonna be and because Return of the King is the longest of the movies, especially the extended edition. Yeah. So I'm wondering how much from the two towers is going to transition over. Because I felt like the Fellowship of the Ring ended relatively similar to the movie. It did. Yeah, like this it one. ends with them like disbanding. Like. Yeah, but maybe. But this one, there's just like I don't know if. I mean, it's a thick boy, so it's a thick book. It it do like both all three of them are like. But yeah, like thick. The she's not in the movie. Yeah. So okay. Well, I'm not gonna spoil anything. So. 
But I mean, I read it in the book. It's just oh, she's yeah, not, not in the movie. Because I want right, to see right, it right. in it's, the movie to like <laughs> before I voice my opinion. Yeah, true. She is a. It was a. It was a scene. That 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 entire scene in the movie, you're gonna find. It's like more like a horror scene than a fun mystical adventure type of. It's <laughs> genuinely like. There's definitely like a thin line between horror and fantasy I'm that like you. can cross over at any moment. This is why I really want to see Hollywood make like a fantasy horror. I know like they've had like you know like Grimm and like other like stuff. No, but mm-hmm. I want it to genuinely be like a horror or like Yelmo del Toro's like Pan uh, Pan's Labyrinth, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, something that's like like the trees are evil. The... Yeah, like but it's like a fantasy like. Yeah, but within, like, a fantasy setting, because a lot of that's just, like... Oh, yeah. Absolutely terrifying, you know, when you oh. think about it. Well, and the hobbits are terrified of Treebeard when they first meet him. Pip- yeah. Mary and Pippin are horrified. And what's worse is that Treebeard, at first, wants to kill them because he thinks they're orcs. And they're, like, they have to convince him they're not orcs. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just... I just feel like there's a lot of, like, terrifying ways, like, with, like, with trees that you could have them kill a human that I just ugh, which we're not gonna get into but it's like I, I want to see it happen because there's just like a lot of theoretical fantasy things that you could just absolutely like make into a horror movie it would be fantastic yeah yeah so I don't know I agree but I don't know they just left a lot of what's in the like second half of the book out I don't know. I'm trying to... Maybe I can look that up later, but maybe it's just because they wanted to fit in a lot more into... To the third. Re- yeah, into Return of the King to make it a little bit more grand, more more big, because the, the spider part is... Yeah, like, I don't know, like, they were just, like, saving up. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think it ended... It definitely ended on, like, a cliffhanger, because, like, the movie ends with you see like the attempt the ants with the water and it's like right after their wa- the city's flooded and Mary and Pippin find a food storage. Yeah. It ends with the battle like being done at um Helm's Deep and then like Gandalf coming in with the Rowan uh, Rowan riders. Yeah. And then Frodo and um Sam and Gollum are off um after they got caught by Faramir and then he released them to go back. And that's how the movie ends. It's like all three of them are back to yes, going off. Yes. And so it's like the first movie ends with them separating, and then the thir- second movie ends with them like back all off, like where they've just gone through all this trouble, and now they're okay, like in a okay in quotations. Ish, yeah. They're going back to their mission, and there's been progress made on the mission. Isengard has been taken down by the ants, and the orc creatures, the Urukai, have been defeated at Helm's Deep. So it's like a major part of the war, because that was an army of over 10,000 Urukai. Urukai? Urukai. <laughs> yeah, with the white hand of Sauron on, their, on yeah. their faces. So, it's definitely like, I think it's a good ending point in a movie, but then it's like, you read more within the book, and you're like, oh, wow. You're expecting more, too. But even then, the book ends on, like, this cliffhanger of... I, I feel like the movie could have ended, though, with Gimli, Legolas, and Aragorn at Isengard meeting. Because that's part of the book, is, like, they're going to Isengard thinking they're going to fight. And then they get there, and it's already done. Yeah, so it's pretty like, much. It's like, 
and they're like, where's um, Sauron and Wormtongue? And they're like, oh, they're up there. They're kidnapped, you know. <laughs> they're at the top. Yeah. And, you know, Merry and Pippin are fat and happy and enjoying. Be fat and happy. Like, he, they got all the food. food and supplies. Like, dang. So, it's just kind of like, I mean, I could have ended there so that way you would have got more of the Two Towers mm-hmm. book in, but still be like, okay, so the Fellowship broke up in the first one at the end. And then at the end of the second one, part of them get back together in the movie. That would have been, like, a good... Yeah. But... That would have been good. I mean, either way, I mean, they're all still off, like, back to, like, being in an okay spot, so... In an okay spot. I'm just more excited to talk about, like, the ending with Return of the King. There's so... Oh, yeah, I feel like that one's gonna be a little longer to talk about, because the movie's four and a half hours long, if you did the extended edition. Yeah, it's a long... There's so, there's so much in that, that I just, that now, like, I can't say anything. (laughs) Oh, there's so much I want to talk about with that one, but, (laughs) yeah. Um, yeah, I think that Return of the King is going to be, like, a longer episode for us, just because there's a lot, going to be a lot more to talk about, especially with them bleeding the story over into Return of the King, the movie. Yes. Like I said, I'm ready to talk about Sheila and, like, some a little bit more. Certain, <laughs> certain wizard's death. Certain, which yeah, you I'm spoiled sorry. for Noah, but not for me. Well, I knew it ha- was going to happen, but no, it I did didn't not. spoil exactly how he died. Yeah, you did. He, yeah, but in, in the movie, he gets impaled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um... I think that's really all we have for the two towers, just because it follows the story closely, it just cut a lot of it out. That's, like, the main thing about this part. Yeah, it really does. There's not... It is the middle child. It is. It is. It's the middle forgotten <laughs> middle child. Ch- middle, middle child syndrome. It's important, but... <laughs> but you just forget about a lot of things, and it does. Yeah. I mean, Helm's <laughs> Deep was cool. Mm-hmm. The ends. The ends were awesome. They're like, let's take the coolest parts, except some that will move over. Yeah, and then poor Sam and Frodo. They don't really... They don't have a big part. They don't. It's like, like, you know, the story is Frodo's supposed to be the main character, but they don't have a big part in the two towers. Not until, like, Return of the King. Like, he's really fun in uh, the Fellowship and then really awesome in Return of the King, but his storyline in this one was probably the most lacking in the two towers. Yeah. It's even called the Two Towers. Yeah. Like, you never... There... No. <laughs> yep. Alright, well, thank everyone for tuning in. We hope to see... Well, hear from you guys next time, so... Yeah. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye.